Hey everyone, this is Shannon Kay and welcome to Get Real. Our guest for today has a career in the Indian cinema spanning over four decades. She is one of the prolific female playback singers who has a maximum number of female solos in her Bollywood career. Not only that, she is a two-time recipient of National Film Award as well as seven Filmfare Awards and many other honors. Please welcome the very beautiful, the songstress, the legend, Miss Alka Yagnik. Hi, everyone. Happy Hi. to be here, connecting with all of you. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Before Not I, at all. Pleasure. <laughs> before I start, I just want to say I'm a huge, huge fan of yours. You're such an idol to so many of us, including myself. I have grown up listening to your songs and you're an inspiration. So this you know, means a lot to me. It's an honor interviewing Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm here uh, for this interview, not only because you are Shannon Kay, uh, uh, a, a very famous and a very blossoming artist all over the globe. Uh, you, you've done us all very proud, but also because I have seen you from the time you were born and I've carried you in my arms. And uh, it's it's uh, it's a complete pleasure to be doing this with you today. Oh, thank you so much. Means a lot. And I'm so excited to interview you today. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, I wanted to start off by asking you, you know, how your journey actually started, how you got into music. Was it something that you knew, you know, from day one that you wanted to become a singer or was it like a gradual realization? No, actually, I before I could realize I was I had become a singer because, uh, see, my mom was a classical singer. She uh, used to do a lot of these classical uh, rehearsals at home. Her guruji used to come, and she used to be singing on the tanpura and stuff like that. And I was a little girl of about two, two and a half years who who used to just sit next to her and listen to her sing. And I used to also listen to the radio a lot. Those days, we just had. Uh, the radio was a big thing for us only. So uh, I used to listen, listen to the radio and I used to listen to those old songs sung by Lata Mangeshkar and Asha Bosle. And, uh, and I used to hum, hum the songs out. So my mom realized that I had this uh, natural talent for singing, for uh, music, and that I sang in Sur and in Tal with the little, uh, you know, murkiya, the little uh, things. Uh, I don't know what you call, what do you call Murkia and Harkate in your uh, lingo? I would say like runs and modulation. A modulation, uh, well, okay, you can call it modulation. Yeah. So anyways, it was it was something which was uh, naturally in me. So my mom started grooming me, teaching me from that age. Mm -hmm. So from the age of three or four, I, three or four, I kind of started doing serious learning from her. And I was not ambitious because I was a I was barely a little kid who did not uh, understand what what ambition is and stuff like that. But my mom was very ambitious for me. Mm -hmm. She wanted me to uh, make a name for myself, and she felt that I was very talented and that the world should listen to me sing. And it's actually, honestly, all her effort, effort and her motivation, and her kind of pushing me into it that I landed up here, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was a slow, gradual process, of course, but my parents are largely responsible. My father was also very encouraging and he uh, did everything in his uh, 
whatever he could to bring me to the forefront they brought me to i was in kolkata i was born and brought up in kolkata and say when i was very little they brought me to bombay and they got me introduced to some music director and stuff like that so it was and i was studying in kolkata so i used to, i used to come during my vacations with my parents to bombay and then go back after my vacations were over so this kept on going for many years mm-hmm. and um, then finally ultimately when i was a little grown up then when i was in my mid teens also we moved to bombay so it was uh, yes it was a slow and gradual process because we did not have platforms those days we didn't have reality shows we didn't have social networking so how to get your voice how to how to get it to reach the music directors was a very big uh, issue mm-hmm. so it had to it was a very slow and steady pro- uh, process mm-hmm. absolutely and you know when you start to get into your career and when you started your journey was it hard to sort of tap into that like was it hard to break through as you just mentioned you know there was no social media back then uh, to help you yeah it was it was actually it was very difficult to get heard you know because the music directors would not have time to meet you and uh, there was no other way you could get them to hear you you know i mean you so uh, we had to they 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 we, we would have to wait for many days to get to meet uh, an established composer and then um uh, then those composers would listen to me and actually the first time i i uh, got heard by a couple of established music directors was when i was around 9 years old so i was a, i was a very very small girl and my voice was very immature at that time mm-hmm. so what they they told my parents that uh, it's better that she grows up a little more before she starts doing playback singing because playback singing you have to she has to sing for heroines and for heroines she has she has a uh, too much of a baby voice for a heroine <laughs> so it was like that and uh, it was difficult to make a breakthrough and especially because our uh, the the great mageshkar sisters were ruling you know i mean it was no music director would um, really uh, give a chance to newcomers that much you know they they would not like to uh get newcomers into their uh, fold so it was it was but it was a very slow slow process but yes uh, fortunately for me one of my earliest songs which i recorded for a film uh, how i recorded it is another long story i would get into that but the first the very first very few songs which i recorded one song became very very popular that was a song from a film called lavaris mm-hmm. which was meri angne mein tumhara kya kaam hai that was the song uh, i was in my mid teens when i recorded that song and that song became very popular so fortunately for me uh, i you know i st- started sort of growing from there you know because that song became uh, so popular so uh, yeah it was both easy and tough both i would say Absolutely. And I wanted to pick back on that question. Um, you know, during your entire journey, um even after you got your um, you know, break with Miriam Neme, um, you know, did you ever feel like you were in a male-dominating industry and was it hard for you as a female to um, you know, to just make your place in that sort of uh, environment? Yes, it was a male-dominated industry and uh it it still is but not to that level of course but uh, the thing was that my mom she used to be with me everywhere and 
she was very protective and she was like a hawk you know she would make sure that i was not hounded by anyone or troubled by anybody and uh, that nobody tried to uh, act smart with me you know act uh, cozy with me so she was always there with me like a guard Mm-hmm. and people were petrified of her so they used to keep away from me you know i used to go do my work i used to take the song i used to learn the song i used to sing it and just come back home mm-hmm. so so she used to be with me everywhere when i traveled whether i traveled or i was in the studios or wherever so i was kind of quite cushioned you know like i was not uh, subject to any kind of of harassment or anything and uh, also because i started so young i was more like a child when i started out mm-hmm. so uh, then gradually i uh, i used to hardly talk those days i was very reserved and uh, i was ve- i was also very scared of my mom so i would just keep do my singing and get back and i was to speak to people and a lot of people thought i was very dumb because i never used to talk mm-hmm. but uh, my mom used to tell me ki nahi baat nahi karna hai gana gao and come home bas so it was like that so as i said uh of course it was a male dominated industry and there used to be a lot of harassments to or what i heard to other female singers but uh, i have not experienced anything like that mhm and if i wanted to like you know we're still kind of living in uh that era so i wanted to kind of like jump a little towards the 90s you know it it was just the most amazing era of all time i still listen to all the songs from the 90s i have it like in my playlist and i wanted to know you know how was that like living through that era where you know you were just amazing and you were doing so good and you had like other you know singers co-singers with you like how was that experience uh you know at during the 90s i never really realized that i was going to That, that I'm kind of creating one a repertoire of so many uh, super hit popular songs, which are going to, which is going to last me forever. Like you know, it. I think the popularity is increasing by the day. Even now, mm-hmm. the more and more people uh, like to listen to the '90s. At the at that time, we were so busy going from studio to studio. We used to do live recordings those days, recording four songs a day, five songs a day, six songs a day from one studio to the other, and the next day again the same thing. So. Uh, I used to just go and sing and come back. As I said, I that I realized much much later that okay that that we we have done some very uh, we have a good body of work which mm-hmm. we have done. Uh, I was a uh, quite a dreamer, so I used to just sail through my songs and come home and I, I never used to think about what I've sung, which film is it, has it become popular or not, how many. fans do i have i was not uh, really interested in all that you know i was too much of i was to live in my own world mm-hmm. but uh, it's true that much later i realized that that we had actually done some very very good work which uh, some evergreen songs which people because the people started telling me that you don't know what you've done you don't know what you've sung i said really is that so okay maybe so it was like that you know Uh, I was not very conscious of uh, that, but now I realize that uh, we were very fortunate, very very fortunate to to be uh, there at, at, in the nineties because you know at, at that time we got uh, the cream of songs to sing, and mm-hmm. our voices were well utilized in that era because songs were made, melodies, romantic numbers were songs were made those days. 
and uh, I got to sing the kind of songs that suited my voice. Mm-hmm. Had I come now in this era, I would probably have been wasted because they don't make songs like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel I came at the right time and I got the right kind of songs. And I think this is a result of all that. Absolutely. I mean, you guys have set such a great benchmark that I don't think anybody from this generation would ever be able to pull that off. You know, you guys are legends. And like you just mentioned, like, you know, back in those days, the music directors had such great melody in their music and songs. And, you know, and then we had such beautiful voices from you, um, you know, or dad or Mr. Narayan. And, you know, speaking of that, I wanted to know your opinion and your take on, um, you know, the music that we get to hear today. You know, you see there, you know, recently there was a remix of uh, Mirchi Lagi. So, you know, what do you think of all that sort of, you know, trend where now we are still trying to, um, you know, get the old classic songs and we're turning it into a remix or, you know, presenting it in a different way. Um, uh, I don't think it's a good idea to pick up old, uh, the, the already super hit songs and to remix them because they're already very popular and they're all already uh, so so much heard. It's not that th- those songs are not being played these days. They're played on the radio all the time. Mm. So it doesn't make sense to do another version of the same song. Mm. And uh, I feel that what is original uh, is, is always the best. You know, you can't uh, uh, recreate magic. Magic happens only once. Absolutely. So, you know, when, when we recorded the song, it, it just was magic. Now, you're trying to recreate something which is already there and people are have been listening to it uh, over the years and even now. Because uh, we listen to the radio and FM and all that. Most of the time, then the, the, there are the 90s songs playing. Either the old songs are being played or the 90s songs are being played. So, they're, they're all around in any case. And uh, I don't understand why people cannot be creative, creative enough to create new stuff instead of picking up the old songs and making a mishmash out of it and again putting it on air and also they're also remaking a lot of films from the 90s and old films and making a mess of it so i i don't believe in it but of course michi lagi was since it was my own song like me and shanuji it was our song you know so it was fun singing it all over again uh-huh. But uh, I'm not one for, and I'm 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 pretty much desi at heart. You know, I'm very uh, I'm a very uh, what should I say? Uh, you understand desi, right? Yes. <laughs> Do you understand? I'm a, I'm very desi at heart, so I do not like people tampering with these songs and mm-hmm. adding uh, kind of gimmicks and all kinds of uh, sounds and things to it. You know, and I I feel it spoils the uh, the intrinsic value of the song. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I definitely agree with you, you know. Um, you, 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 you could call me old-fashioned. Maybe I am a little old-fashioned. I mean, I do not judge anyone. It's fine. Whatever is happening, people are doing all kinds of things. To each his own, fine. But I personally, if somebody asks me, I don't like a tampering with old songs. Mm-hmm. And why do you think, you know, why do you think that they are, we're doing more remixes? Do you think um, that the music directors or the singers... Um, you know, have a self-doubt and they, they think that they won't be able to create like original music? Or- I'm, sure they're the, I'm sure they don't have the confidence that they can create something which would, which would become very, very popular. So they, they pick up already popular songs 
already super hit song and just add some gimmicks in the song and then release it and and they feel very happy ki chalo maine hit gana diya are the song was already a hit hmm that's why you picked it up in the first place so i feel that people should try and create original stuff and make that popular and then that would be something which would be uh you know uh, noteworthy that okay i did i did an uh, an original song and it became so popular these songs are already popular they already super hit song so why uh, are you piggy banking on somebody else's uh, you know so it's like that's what i feel mm-hmm. absolutely so what would be your you know advice to all those um you know newer artists who are trying to break through um the world of music out here you know i would say i would say be uh, original be creative make your own stuff and uh, let uh, people listen to that and uh, make good make good music don't uh, steal music which is already there and already uh, very popular because you can't either either they they make a version which is better than the original which which doesn't happen so mm-hmm. why tamper with the original they should do their own stuff make their own stuff create their own stuff totally and you know last but not least before i move on to the game segment i wanted to know What is your secret of, you know, keeping your voice so beautiful and fresh like throughout the years? I mean, it's unbelievable. So like what can we or I can do to keep that going? You have a wonderful voice and you have such a your your uh, amazing. I've heard your your dad has made me hear some stuff. I was shocked I said, "My god, this is that little Sana. What is what is how how what has happened?" Uh-huh. so he said yeah even even we have we never imagined that she would be singing like this amazing you are amazing uh, i don't think you need any tips but of course as an elder i would i guess you know i'm not really done anything it's it's just god's grace in mm-hmm. fact earlier i used to take care of my voice now i don't even do that i eat ice cream then i eat all kinds of things i should not be eating because i'm fed up all my life and i'm in my growing up years uh i i would i was not allowed to have ice creams i was not allowed to have pickle i was not allowed to have something sour because it would affect my voice and it it used to affect my voice those years so i would not have it but then now i'm so fed up of all that i just say let it be jo bhi hoga dekha jayega nowadays i'm eating everything i'm having ice cold water everything i don't do anything honestly but uh, as long as god is god blessing that there everything is okay So I get I guess it's just God's grace. Absolutely. And I mean, you've given us so many iconic songs, so I think you deserve to have ice cream and, you know, cold beverages now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's high time I enjoyed my life a little bit. I've only been working and uh, being careful all the time. Yes, absolutely. Well, now we're going to move on to the fun little game segment out here. Um there are a bunch of questions. Okay, I'm not very good at rapid round uh, stuff, <laughs> but anyway, I'll try. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I have a bunch of questions right here for you and um you guys have to answer them as fast as you can. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yes. All right. Um okay. One thing which you always wanted to do but haven't done. Uh uh uh, uh there's so many things actually, honestly. <laughs> um I would like to go for a holiday uh, alone. Oh. abroad somewhere just on my own that's cool you know treat yourself to some great yeah just just be with myself 
and go uh, go for a holiday or, or a vacation very far uh, away from this mad city hmm. <laughs> this mad world somewhere where people didn't recognize me and where i could just be with myself hmm. i haven't be- done that i want to do it <laughs> that would be lovely all right on what occasion do you lie do i lie mm-hmm. on what i okay i lie when i don't when i want to prevent somebody from getting hurt okay when i yeah if, if i feel that something is going to hurt somebody i probably i i rarely lie i do not lie generally but i do it uh, to prevent harm or hurt mm. well, that's good <laughs> um which talent would you most like to have apart from obviously singing so amazingly talent mm-hmm. uh i don't know talent i wouldn't say talent but i would i would like to be able to cook which i can't do to save my life still <laughs> i have tried but i make a mess out of it every time oh well if it makes you feel better <laughs> i can't cook myself so we're all good <laughs> oh you are a baby you will learn to in due course i should have learned by now it's been a long long time since i came into the world so i should have learned it in the in the course of my life but i haven't yet Oh. So my daughter cooks very well so she says ma just leave it leave it to me you can't do it you do sing your songs you're the your best at that she says <laughs> all right what is one of your weirdest habits weirdest habits uh you want me to disclose it yes please <laughs> okay it's a uh, i don't know uh, you'll probably think i'm mad i i like to uh, burst uh bubble papers oh you know, i sit with the bubble paper and i go kit 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 i burst i burst the little bubbles on the bubble pen i i really enjoy doing that <laughs> oh that's uh, that's actually cute that's that's my favorite part. pastime i would do that so <laughs> okay all right um what would you be doing right now if it weren't for the crazy pandemic I would probably be running around like crazy like I was doing before the pandemic going here going there concerts flights this that I think this uh, the pandemic has taught us to take a hold on ourselves hmm. and to calm down and to slow down and to spend time with family and to spend time with oneself to uh that mad life that we were living uh we've learned to get a hold on that so if if it was born for the pandemic i would probably be just going crazy running around going somewhere performing somewhere and running back to the airport and you know all that all the crazy stuff which we always do yes the crazy life well i cannot wait yeah. to you know watch you perform again so i hope that you know oh we are waiting i i so miss my our live shows is is not the same online you know or on these uh, virtual uh concerts are not the same as live concerts with a huge audience screaming and shouting for more and going nuts and going bananas that's how that's what gives us the, the you know it's like a vitamin pill for us uh that is something i'm really missing i'm dying to get back to the stage with a live audience absolutely well i'm sure that all your fans are you know really really looking forward to watch you perform again and to watch you live so hopefully <laughs> fingers crossed yeah. soon i hope absolutely all right tell us one thing people don't know about you 
डोंट नो अबाउट मी वीप अलॉट आई कैन स्लीप ट्वेल्व आवर्स एट अ स्ट्रेच वाइल माई फ्रेंड स्लीप फाइव आवर्स सिक्स आवर्स एंड थिंग आई एम क्रेजी बट आई डोंट नो वाई बट इट्स लाइक दैट आई कैन स्लीप लॉन्ग 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 आवर्स Well, I mean, you know, you probably are always doing concerts and you're up until like 3 a.m. No, it's something which uh, I don't know. Um uh, it's not only when I'm tired, even mm-hmm. otherwise. Even in these, in these pandemic days, I was sleeping, sleep my daughter used to say that how much are you sleeping? How can you sleep so much? How can anyone sleep so much? I said I can't help it. I I I just feel sleepy so I'm sleeping. So mm-hmm. it's something that everyone's fed up in my house and my friends everybody. <laughs> Well, I sleep a lot too, so I wouldn't like. Great, <laughs> great, great. All right. Last Good. but not the least, what are you? Uh, uh, which is your birth month? Oh, uh, June, Gemini. June. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. One last question before we take leave. One embarrassing moment from your life. Well, the embarrassing moment of my life was really very embarrassing. Okay, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. The little I was, I had gone to a mall. I was wearing one of my new outfits, mm-hmm. and I was shopping in the mall. And there was one girl who was looking at me from a distance, mm-hmm. a young girl, and she kept looking at me, smiling. So I just looked at her. I said, "Maybe she's a fan." Mm-hmm. So. Uh, then again i was shopping then again i looked that said again she was staring at me and looking like looking up and down so i found it a little odd i said why is she staring at me so much if she wants something why doesn't she come up to me so finally she came near me and so i said uh, what is it do you want a photograph or an autograph mm-hmm. so she said uh, ma'am i'm your i'm your biggest fan but i want to tell you one thing that the dress you're wearing the price tag is hanging from behind oh no the price tag was on and it was hanging <laughs> you know from behind mhm and uh, she quickly got a scissor from somewhere and she cut it for me i said thank you so much it was so embarrassing i can't tell you oh. i forgot to take off the price tag and it could it was visible i don't know how many people saw me with the dress and the price tag on it oh my so God. that was very embarrassing <laughs> Oh, I bet. But you know, there you go. Yeah. Like such loyal and loving fans. You know, she. Just yeah. Like, she didn't know how to come up to me and tell me. I think I guess she was embarrassed too. But uh, that was she. She was a very sweet little girl. I mean, a young girl, teenager, and uh, that remains a very embarrassing moment for me. Yes, but uh, sometimes I remember it and I laugh about it and I think that oh God. how how one can blunder at times mm-hmm. absolutely well thank you so much for being on the show i had so much fun talking to you and hearing your stories you know i i wish i was in the 90s i would have seen it like all but you know talking to you just made me feel like i was living in that era no, so thank no, you you so are much. most most welcome and it was a pleasure and uh, i love you so so much proud of you keep going from strength to strength Thank you so much and I love okay. you. Love you too, Bia. Thank you so much and okay, I can't wait to watch you perform live. 
Yes, I'm waiting for that too. I'll see you when I'm there. Absolutely. And please say hi to Sasha for me. I will. And you please say uh, hi to Peloni, to Noddy, <laughs> and your dad. So I, I know he must be around somewhere. <laughs> so I can, when he's in Bombay, I can say hi to him directly. But please pa- convey my love to your um, mom and sister. Absolutely, I will. Well, thank you so much once again. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.